eco-friendly living. For a lot of people out there, it can seem like a daunting task, one with so many options and paths that you actually end up feeling overwhelmed and confused rather than inspired and ready to take action. It's hard enough living life today without adding another thing to your plate. That's why I'm here to help. I'm here to pull you out of the societal norms of materialism and overconsumption. I talk about sustainable living, but also things like motherhood, mindfulness, and intentional living. Things that overall help you live a happier, simpler, more eco-friendly life by making small changes in your habits, your mindset, and your home. This is Kayla Rogers, and you are listening to the Unrooted Mama Podcast. Hey, thank you so much for tuning into another episode with me. So if you are anything like me and you are not at all a morning person and instead you are a night owl, this is the episode for you. So for me, I always stay up pretty late. Um, it's kind of, Especially like now that I'm a mom, I feel like it's the only time I really have to myself. But even before I had kids, I was the person that just stayed up late. Like it just feels more natural to me. I don't really like going to bed early. Um, and I also just don't really like waking up early (laughs) and maybe one day that'll change. Like it would be cool if eventually I became that person who got up at 5am with the sunrise and way before my kids to do like yoga and journaling, but that's just never really resonated with me. It's not me right now. Um, If it changes, I'll make an episode about early mornings with you guys, but I wanted to hop on here today and talk with you about getting intentional with our evenings. So especially if you are like me and you have a bunch of little kids and your day-to-day life is very stressful and you're very much like stuck in survival mode, which I, (laughs) I admit now that my youngest is a year and a half and he's learned how to push chairs around the house to climb on things. I'm definitely in survival mode literally all day, every day. It's been tough. Um, But again, if your day-to-day life with your kids is pretty stressful and just a lot of moving pieces 24-7, then you could probably really benefit from intentional evenings. As long as you're like, again, like me, if you're a night owl, if you're a morning person, this is probably not the episode for you. Although I guess you could take some of these and use them in your intentional morning routine too. Um, But I just wanted to kind of like share a little bit about how I've been spending my evenings intentionally in order to get everything ready for the next day. That way I'm not like, I wake up and there's a plan, like everything's set out. I know what we need to do, you know, and I'm like rested and rejuvenated from the routine that I did the nighttime before. So most of the times in the past, before I started really getting intentional with my nighttime routine, I would really just brush my teeth with the kids, lay down with them, and then I would literally just scroll on my phone until I fell asleep, which was usually about like midnight. I would spend hours at night just scrolling on my phone. And I'm not saying that there's anything bad with that. You know, like it's cool catching up with people and, you know, replying to people on social media and just having that time to let your brain kind of shut off. However, for me personally, I was realizing that I was, that was literally just three hours that like my brain was on and still working, but I wasn't doing anything productive. And so besides like getting a little bit more intentional with my screen time, making sure that I like, if I was going to stay up, I was going to make it worth that lost sleep, you know? 
So now instead of like using that time scrolling social media, I've been climbing out of bed and most of the time I start my nighttime routine with making something yummy for myself. And by that I literally, like usually it's a cup of tea or like a tea latte or some golden milk or, you know, just something like that. So like I'll do that. That way it kind of gives me that little pep and little bit of motivation that I need to do whatever I'm gonna do next. So besides like making myself a cup of tea, the first official thing that I do and I make sure to do every single night is a, what we call in my house, a 10 minute tidy. And sometimes we like remember to do this while the kiddos are still awake and my husband will help me and we'll have the kids help clean up their toys and stuff. But if we do not get a chance to like clean up the house as a family before going to bed, I always start out like as soon as I crawl out of bed, a lot of times before I even make the cup of tea or whatever, I will spend a good like five or 10 minutes just cleaning, like surface level cleaning everything in the house. So like I pick the toys up off the floor. I like, usually I won't do all the dishes or fold laundry or anything like that, but I'll like, I'll clean up the kitchen. If there's anything else that has to be like cleaned up after dinner that we were too rushed to do, I do that. But I literally just spend like a good, almost full 10 minutes cleaning up the house. That way when we wake up, everything is nice and fresh and I don't have to worry about cleaning first thing in the morning. Because if you live in a house and your mornings are already chaotic, like if you have a bunch of kids in your house and just a lot of people in general, like the last thing that you want to do is wake up and not only get all of your kids breakfast and get your all of your guys' stuff ready for that day, but then like also go around and clean the whole house. I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but like that is the absolute last thing I want to do before I drink my coffee in the morning. I do not like waking up to a messy house. It immediately sends me into like overwhelm mode and puts me in a bad mood for the day. So I know like at this point, I know that if I do not do a 10 minute tidy the night before, it's just going to really hurt me the next day. So I always like, no matter what work I have, or if I have to homeschool prep, whatever the case is, I always first do a 10 minute tidy. And then I like to do a tap in. So I kind of like ask myself, I check in with my body, with how I'm feeling. Um, You know, first I usually try to ask myself, okay, do I need more sleep than usual tonight? Am I feeling extra tired? Have I been grumpy today? Am I ready to just, you know, take the contacts out and go to sleep? Um, if so, like there are some nights where I will literally just be like, okay, I'm just going to sleep. And some people that are listening to this would be like, yeah, of course you just go to sleep. It's nighttime. But if you are a night owl, (laughs) you will understand exactly what I mean here when it's like, you have to tell yourself, Hey, I actually need more sleep and like make yourself actually go to sleep. Um, but then there are some nights where like, I know that I need the rest, but I, my mind doesn't want to go to sleep yet. So I'll lay in bed and I'll like read a book on my phone instead of scrolling on social media. Um, and that's been nice. However, most nights I do stay up because I currently run two podcasts and I homeschool and I'm getting my blog set up to start like going balls to the wall on that. So the night times that I do not have to stay up and at least do an hour or so of work are very seldom these days, which is okay. Like I, all of this stuff brings me a lot of joy and I love bringing content to you guys. Um, so most nights I like, will put the kids to bed and then I stay up and I'll work on the podcast or the blog, or I will homeschool prep for the next day. But I think for me, what is the most important part of this is setting a hard limit for myself. 
So me personally, the past few months have been some of the hardest mental health months of my entire life besides like when I was in the thick of postpartum depression. But when we're talking just like everyday life, you know, nothing crazy like that being added to the mix, the past few months, like from August until now (laughs) recently or until like last month in October, um, were very, very bad mental health wise. And I was going to therapy. I was trying to work through my issues. I was getting, honestly, I was getting so triggered by everything that my kids did. And I was like raising my voice more than I liked to at them. And overall, it was just not great. And eventually, like one day I was like, what is going on? Like what's going on inside my brain? And so I started looking up and I, if you listen to my self-care September episode, you know that I kind of had this light bulb moment in September where I was like, oh, August was really crappy because I'm going to the gym a lot and I'm not getting any more sleep. So my body is getting extra tired and then I'm staying up later and overall it's causing me to be more tired. Well, that like, although in September I acknowledged that, (laughs) I didn't really stick with it, I guess, for the next month, but I still wasn't really like actually prioritizing my sleep. So one night I was like, you know what? I'm going to get a full eight hours of sleep, which for me means going to bed at like right at 11 o'clock ish because my kids wake up at seven and I wake up with them. Um, So I made myself just lay down at 11 and the next day I woke up and it was like the first day that I did not snap and yell at the kids. Like I felt like I was finally in control of my brain and my responses and my triggers. And I was like, wow, if this is what eight hours of sleep can do, I need to get eight hours of sleep way more often. So for me, I like realized that limit that going to bed like no later than 11 or 11.30 was a must. Like no matter what I do, like there, of course there are some nights where I'm trying to meet a deadline or something and I have to stay up till midnight and I can feel it the next day. Like I, if I don't get at least eight hours of sleep, I'm suffering the next day. So again, I feel like the first part of setting a, an intentional nighttime routine for yourself is kind of checking in. And of course, like not everybody needs a full eight hours of sleep. Like my husband gets five to six hours of sleep and he's good. And I know a lot of people that are the same way. So really first check in with yourself and ask yourself, how much sleep do you realistically need for you to be the best version of yourself the next day? Now you have that limit, you know that you wanna go to bed by 10 or 11 or 12, whatever that may be for you. So then like think about if you, again, if you're a parent and you put your kids to bed at a certain time, how many hours does that leave you? Like if your kids go to bed at eight and you know that you need to be in bed by 11, that gives you three hours. So for me, besides like, of course, if you do work and you need to stay up to meet deadlines and stuff, but but besides that, I feel like your nighttime routine should be something that serves you and fills you with joy. And like, I always say as a mom, like all day I'm doing stuff for my kids nonstop. Nighttimes are for me. This is for doing like what I want to do. Kind of think like, what would you like to do for your evening routine? Maybe you don't really have time to move your body and stretch and you would like to get into yoga or something, but you just don't know where you would find the time for that during the day. 
you know, go put on a YouTube yoga video and sit and relax in front of your TV with no kids running around and do a yoga video every night, you know, or maybe you are so busy during the day that you don't get the chance to sit down for five seconds and let your body rest and watch something that you want, you know, like turn off the cocoa melon finally and watch something that you're interested in. Cool. Make yourself like a tea latte, a nice cup of something and sit down and just like let yourself rest and watch a few episodes of TV. You know, there's a million different options of what you can do, but I feel like it's so much more impactful when you sit and you ask yourself like what could actually serve you on a deeper level than just like scrolling social media, for instance. Something else that I wanted to share was that maybe it would serve you. Like maybe you just want to spend your evenings doing something that bring you joy. And if that's the case, like maybe your ideal intentional evening would look like cleaning up a little bit around the house and then just sitting down and journaling with a hot cup of something yummy in your hand and listening to relaxing music and then going up to bed. And like, that's awesome. If that's your routine every night, like that sounds amazing. For me, I can't really have that routine where every night I do the same thing just because I have so many moving pieces going on in my life. So For instance, like I have weekly rhythms for my intentional evenings, which I know sounds really complicated, but it's really like me doing what is necessary for both like my business and to keep the household runnings. So every week we start off with Sunday and on Sunday nights I stay up and I do all of the homeschool prep for the entire rest of the week. So I'll like write all of our assignments out and then put stuff on the calendar and like piece together what days we're doing, what activities. And then Mondays I usually edit an episode for mine and my sister's podcast, either Mondays and Tuesdays. And then Wednesday, I'll sit down and edit and record this podcast for you. And then Thursday, I usually take a little bit of a break and just let myself read and stuff. And then like Friday and Saturdays are the days that I record my other podcast. And then also like in between, I pick out like little blocks of time to work on my blog and things like that. So pretty much every, almost every night of the week, I'm working on something podcast or business related, but those don't always take all night and like the whole time limit that I give myself before I have to be in bed. So a lot of times I'll just fill that gap with, again, like cleaning up around the house or reading whatever book I'm into at the moment. But I always make sure that it's something that will deep down like give me a little bit of rejuvenation or help my day go smoother the next day. Um, Everything that I do, I'm trying to like up level in every way. So I'm trying to like get better in my business and be a better mom and like be a better person in general, however that looks, you know. So I kind of like use these intentional evenings to bring me closer to all of those goals and dreams that I have. So yeah, that's what works for me. Not every night looks the same and a lot of it is just tasks that I need to do in order to keep the house and my like business running. And then the last part of my intentional evenings, which I don't always remember to do this. Some days I, again, I'm blogging or editing the podcast and I look at the clock and it's 1130 and I'm like, shit, I need to go hop into bed. 
now. Otherwise, tomorrow I'm going to be a nightmare. Um, But most nights I have been also ending off the night with like 10 to 15 minutes of affirmation and visualization. And this is something that last year, the year before, when I started this podcast, I was really, really big into the law of attraction and I was using it like every day, just like it was a part of my daily habit and routine. And I've really let that slip like between having my third baby and this stressful move that we did and all of the different life changes that have come along with that. I've really let the law of attraction and like positive affirmations and stuff go. And honestly, you can, I can tell like mentally, I can tell that it's not been a priority and that that's hurting me. Um, so every night I've been ending it off with my favorite way to do affirmations actually is by using a Pinterest board. So I have a board on Pinterest and I literally just looked up positive affirmations and I pinned a ton of them to my board. And in the mix, I did kind of like dream lifestyle images. So like images of families traveling or pictures of my dream house or different places in the world that I wanna travel, just things like that, things that bring me kind of to that higher vibration. And I will, again, spend about like 10 or so minutes just scrolling through this Pinterest board and saying the affirmations, at least saying them in my head, because usually I do this while I'm lying down in my bed. So I'll like read the affirmations in my head and kind of like spend the last 10 minutes immersing myself in visualizing a, like the next step of the lifestyle that I want and expressing gratitude for the day and just giving myself a lot of like praises in the terms of positive affirmations. And this really helps me end each day on a very high note. I will also say that in the few weeks that I've been prioritizing this, life has gotten tremendously better. Like a month ago, I had this breakdown where I told my husband how unhappy I was like just with like literally everything. Like I was like, I don't like living here in Texas. I don't like living in this house. Like, I don't like that. We don't have friends here. Like, and I just went on and on. And I was like, it was a pity party mode. And it was at that moment that I was like, okay, you need to pull up your fucking bootstraps and do something about this instead of just complaining about it. And I kind of just realized that all of the other times in life that things have been going really well. And that, I don't know, I was just happy with where I was. I was avidly using the law of attraction and affirmations and visualization. So about like three weeks ago, I started to do it again. And I wrote down a list of affirmations that I wanted to prioritize. I taped them to the wall in my bathroom. That way, every night when I was taking out my contacts, I would sit there and say all of them out loud. And then every morning when we're brushing our teeth and stuff, I say them out loud again. Um, So that combined with like the laying in bed and instead like, Instead of scrolling TikTok and Instagram, I just am scrolling on that Pinterest board, looking at the positive affirmations and my like visualizing board. And it has helped so much. And even if you don't really believe in positive affirmations or law of attraction or whatever, even like just ending your day with gratitude can be such a game changer for your mindset the next day. And just like overall, because when you focus on what, the good things are in your life and what you're grateful for, I find that those just start expanding like more and more and more. And when you start looking for the good, the good just gets better and it grows. 
So for me, every time that I realize that I'm falling off track with intentional living, this is one of the first things that I know I have to always go back to is like positive affirmations and things like that. Because as soon as I start doing these, my life always starts getting like back on track. My mental health gets better, everything. So yeah, I definitely encourage you to look into it if you're interested, because it's been a game changer for me. But yeah, there you have it. That's my intentional evenings, you know. So just to recap, if you are looking for an intentional evening routine, if you didn't like, if you don't do a family cleanup before bed, I highly encourage you to start off your nighttime routine with a 10 minute tidy. Put in some headphones, put some good music on or an audiobook, and just spend 10 minutes cleaning up. That way life for you is easier when you wake up and you don't have a bunch of crap to clean up and you don't like wake up with all the clutter around you and stuff. So start the day off with a 10 minute tidy and then do a tap in with yourself. Ask yourself, how much sleep do you need tonight? Like, do you need your full eight hours? Do you need even more than that? Like, do you just need to go turn around and get your butt right back into bed and like force yourself to go to sleep? Are you feeling like you want to move your body? Do you want to stay up and do like a yoga or workout video? Do you want to drink a cup of wine? Do you want to make yourself a chai latte? And then instead of just scrolling TikTok or Instagram or whatever it may be, because I know for me when I was doing this, and sometimes I still find myself slipping back into that. It's like a cycle of like Facebook, that gets boring, go into Instagram, that gets boring, go into TikTok, you know, Twitter, whatever it may be. So if you're like me and that is a bad habit of yours, just kind of like try to pull yourself out of that. Try to shake things up a little bit. And instead of scrolling on social media at night, try to think of what you want to do. Like, you know, do you want to learn Pilates? Do you want to learn how to tap dance? Cool. Let's put on a beginner's tap dancer video on YouTube and just get at it. You know, do you want to journal? Do you want to read that like thriller book that you've seen all over TikTok and you just like haven't had the time? No matter what it is, just like try to find something that you can throw into your intentional evening routine that will bring a little bit of joy to your life or allow you to actually sit down and like rest and do something for you. And this is, this goes for if you're, a, you know, no matter who you are, but especially if you're a mom and you're very busy with your kiddos all day, you deserve to have a nighttime that will serve you, bring you rest and happiness and give you some you time, but also make your life the next day a little bit easier and just go a little bit smoother. So I hope that this episode gave you some ideas and I really encourage you after this episode, take out the notes app on your phone and write down like just a few bullet points of what you want to try to throw into your night times in order to make your own intentional evenings. Thank you guys so much for tuning into another episode of the Unrooted Mama podcast and until next time. 